We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what's happening in July? What? The, the Summer Olympics. Yeah. And, and the July 4th will happen too because that date always happens in July. It does. Um, mm-hmm. And so the other day, you know, NBC's gearing up. I think Japan is having a struggle, struggling right now with the virus. Uh-huh. So there's some things happening. But Simone Biles, you know, will be, this will be like maybe her fourth Olympics or something crazy, I think. And the other night she landed the Yurchenko. Yorchen- the Chinchenko double pike vault, which is something no one else has done. Yeah. And do you guys remember like the Panchenko or anything? Did anyone ever watch the movie Cutting Edge? Mm-mm. Oh, the ice skating movie. Yeah, the ice skating movie with yeah. the guy from Duluth, D.B. Sweeney. He was a hockey player yeah. and he hurt his eyes. And the pick. Him- yeah, toe pick. Toe pick, yes. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but they had the Panchenko in that. And I'm wondering, so this is the Yurchenko. Do you guys like watching the Olympics? Love watching the okay, Olympics. Okay, what is it that you love? Like, what's like? It's summer. Yeah. What's the one? Well, first off, everyone knows it's summer Olympics. Are where it's oh. at. <laughs> what? Because Winter Olympics? No, sorry, it's true. Summer Olympics are like the and like Winter Olympics are like wah wah. Oh, I like the ski racing and the ice skating. <laughs> Come on, we're lot. just talking about it. The hockey. I get it. I get it. But okay, the but summer- summers are the ratings are higher. Like Holly, do you like any? Do you care? I only care when it's actually happening. Okay. Everything else around it, I don't care. Okay. But when it's actually happening and people are competing, then I can totally get you into can get it. Into it. Yeah. Um, they are having. You're going to see a lot of information about the athletes in the next month or so. Uh, yes, NBC be- will profile them nonstop. No, I was going to say, because oh, not sorry. only that, <laughs> they're going to have Olympic qualifications in the next couple of weeks. Well, those are going to be happening too. Yes, and those are always fun. They do the Omaha swimming ones and all sorts of stuff, and I've been to those. Oh, you have. She's got an Olympian in her family. Yeah, that's right. That we've. She keeps saying, you know, if you have me on your show, I'll bring on my Olympian cousin. I've literally never said that in my life. <laughs> she texts me every I, night. Every night I say, please mention. If you have me back again, I'll bring the Olympian. Never um, happens. Did you guys hear about that crazy thing that happened in China over the weekend with that extreme marathon running ways through the mountains and 21 people died? No. Yeah, that ultra marathon that in China. That ultra marathon, and they didn't have like a good backup plan for it, you know, an emergency contingency plan. And they went through the mountains and these huge winds hit, hail hit, hypothermia hit. 21 people died. I've yes. never even heard of anything so outrageous. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you saw that, Holly. It it was nutty. Yeah, yeah. Really sad. Very tragic. Very. I mean, 21 people in that's, a running race. That's wild. I know. 
So I'm not going to run a marathon through the mountains. That one scares me. There was only 170 runners and 21, 21 died. died. It was it was not it was not good. Mm-hmm. It was not good. All right, that way to bring the room down. Back so, to I'm, I'm sorry. Back to your Olympic uh, person. We're, someday we'll meet him. But you do have a him. Swim, it's a her. girl. Tell her. Tell everyone it's, who it it's is. Katie Ledecky is my cousin. Oh, you keep saying that. Hasn't she already been in the Olympics? Saying, yes, twice. <laughs> you say that like that's no big deal to them. Well, hasn't she already done that? She was like, she started the Olympics. She did two two Olympics ago, and she got one gold medal. And I remember I, her name. I don't even remember. I don't. To be really honest, I forget how many she has now. It's well, not wild. that many because we don't remember the name that well. It's like six or seven. Does she Olympic it's medals? It's like something wild. Is, she, is it from? And then so like, if you texted her, would she know who you were? Is she? Yeah, she texts me happy birthday on Sunday. Oh, like my. we're cousins, but like here's the thing about it: they're very selective about what she does and it's i've never asked to do an interview How old i would is she? never she is i think she's 20 or 21 doesn't it was just she, her birthday her birthday is on uh saint patrick's day okay doesn't she know that you are a major broadcaster out of the twin city area and i when she want to start be your- every conversation with that so she should probably know that by now um i'm trying to th- yeah she just turned 20 oh no i'm sorry she's 24 i was just gonna say wow isn't I just it's so bad? They're but I guess so it's a cousin. Close. You guys, it's a cousin. Yeah, so is your cousin planning on trying to qualify for the Olympics yes. this year in Tokyo? And, and she's, and, it's not a done deal for her. And this year is exciting um, because they added. So there was I can't remember the length. I'm so sorry. I sh- I'll know more as uh, just like Holly said. When it's ever around, you acquire all these knowledge because everyone reads it in the news. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, but you know what's funny is like you like drop. He's your that. cousin. But so there's a very long um, race that only men were allowed to do. And they just opened up to women. And her big thing is long distance, is long distance swimming. swimming. Wow. And she's the one that you'll remember this from like, well, now it's uh, five years ago where she won by a whole length. Yes. That was her. So she excels in distance. Yep. But now the big thing is, is she wants to do sprinting as well, which is wild because they don't. It's so rare some, for someone to be good at long distance and the short distance. So right. this year. The, they're not saying for sure which like ones she's gonna for, try for, mm-hmm. but she's been training for secret ones. Oh, okay. And does she live in a different state? Yeah, she goes to Stanford. Oh, oh. good swimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a great tennis program back in the day. Yeah, I think she also mm-hmm. does tennis. No, you're such a liar. <laughs> you're such a liar. She's such a liar. All right, look at the time. We gotta, we Let's gotta get out of here. We're gonna go to Ram. Well, we're gonna hear more about your best friend, your cousin. Yeah, my BFF who was. Three years off on a race. <laughs> In my defense, she's still just a cousin. And like, I, I don't know. My grandma has my picture on her night. I mean, on her. Yep. Okay. So you're, you're next well. to each other on a, on a mantle somewhere. Yeah, in the I, United mine, States. Mine's a uh, high school graduation pick and hers is her Olympic pick. So, I mean, we're like, at, we're the same. We're like looking in a mirror. Does she, she doesn't look like you. Um, no, I don't. I mean, right, I don't think we'll so. We'll be back. Bye. We got to go. Hi. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's It's just just random. random. That's all it is. Hey, I got some random things for you. All right, Brittany. Brittany's sitting in for Lori today. I am Lori. Uh, You are. And Holly's sitting in for Rocco. She is Rocco. I've got two imposters with me. What's going on here? All right, what's going on? Did you hear about this story? (laughs) Florida high school draws backlash after altering girls' yearbook photos to add clothing. So, (laughs) 
It's a big deal. <laughs> they Photoshop tops on people or yes. lager tops. They Photoshopped a bunch of girls' tops. Uh, <laughs> only the girls, of course. Uh, and it became a big thing. I mean, even to the point where, like, off the shoulder or collarbone was being shown. Well, so that's ridiculous. Added these, t- and some of it was just terrible editing, like just straight up drawings of the shirt on top of the shirt. Oh, that's silly. And so people are real upset. There's even like a news crew. I watched this news. Who would even have that much time to deal with that? So I know, right? Yeah. Um, and I watched this news crew outside of their Florida school. Here they, we are broadcasting live. And they were like. From Gator State High. They said, none of the officials would talk to us, but we decided we're going to stand out here anyways and report from here for the sake of ambiance. Um, they didn't say that. Yeah. But, uh so I just thought that was interesting. Would you be mad? I mean, you you had a chest growing up. Oh, thank you. And we're not talking about a treasure chest. We're talking well, about breasts. Yeah. And so would that be something like? Because it was no. I wore I, a blouse. I wore two different. My I had the one picture in uh, with a rose. With my, my hands it tilted. My head. Holly, can you see me? Oh yeah. With, oh, with yes. With like Kavaznik's photography soft, in Highland fo- Park. Soft focus? Sure. Yeah. And I had one like that, and I had a short, really um, very not attractive hairdo. And then I had one in a white blouse. And I was like this. Um, <laughs> but I wore blouses. And like, so you went real high. Oh, come on. I would never wear anything revealing. Um, I had like a sliver of my midriff showing. Oh, you did. In my senior picture. And my grandma was not pumped about that. No, I believe you. But oh, it was no. like a sliver. Right. And plus, I looked back at that photo and I was like, I should have showed more. Like, it's I had so a funny. banging body. Well, right. Holly, did you have anything that I like to show off? I mean, like, did you have anything kind of questionable in your dress? Because you're you dress conservative. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was totally covered and ready to go. Right. Ready to party. I was not showing off anything. I'm no. still waiting for my boobs to arrive. I don't think they're ever going to show it, up. Yeah. It's okay. I got one that it's came a, in. It's okay for you people who miss <laughs> just, that. That's just half of one. It's okay. <laughs> kind of dangling okay. in the breeze. <laughs> it's okay not to have them. It's um, okay. Okay, well, you loved that story. I could see it in your eyes. You were enthralled. No, I do think that's an invasion of privacy, but I also think I know that my the way photos have been done have been changed so much since when I graduated from high school. Well, of course, what? in 1981. Why does it matter so much that, like, cleavage is there? It exists. Like, why is that? I don't know. Why are we so... I mean, I I don't know. And I don't that's have kids, a long question. I don't know. Fine, whatever. Lil Nas X. Ripped his pants on Saturday Night Live. He ripped his pants on Saturday Night Live. That was a story. Just kidding. Um, he wore a skirt for an interview. Uh-huh. And, you know, as you mentioned, he had ripped his pants on SNL. And so when asked, hey, why are you wearing a skirt? And he said, stop asking me why I'm wearing a skirt. I will never trust pants again. You know what? Well, did you see how bad they ripped? It was. I mean, he was yeah. doing. He was kind of doing. So he was a performer on SNL, and he was kind of in this leopard thing. And Little Osnes, did you like his new name, um, mm-hmm. Little Osnes? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he it. he was he dresses very risque. I mean, Love, not risque, yes. but he dresses like a rock star. Yeah, you know? that's how he dresses. It's and like so when Lenny Kravitz wore right, his pants, right? Mm-hmm. And he was doing a pole dance, literally yeah. doing a pole dance, and, so and gyrating with the, the pole, and then and then. Or, yeah, and he had to, it was right in the front. Like yeah. back, back is one thing, but it was right in the front. And so while he was dancing, he had to hold his hand there yeah. and pretend like he was still into and it. And no one knew 
around him yeah. what had happened. So he said, no one protected me when we were leaving the stage or anything. I'm sitting there like, dudes, I've, I ripped my pants. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Think, but I do love that he says, I'm going to wear a skirt now because I can't dress the pants. What a great line. I know. I think so, too. That's a great line. And the skirt's cute. It's longer. It's plaid. It's definitely... Is it like a kilty skirt? Yeah, it's kind of right. a little tartan. Oh, yeah, that's very cute. Very cute. Very mm-hmm. cute. We now, are- if Justin showed up for a dinner party in a skirt with your family, would you be opposed I wouldn't be opposed. I'd be shocked. You need a little warning, a little heads up. Yeah, just because my husband's style is very safe. Mm-hmm. He literally wears blue on blue on blue on blue because okay. he wears blue sweatshirts and blue jeans. And he owns two sweatshirts that he wears to the point where they get like so soft and worn through. And, and so, some people call them, they get the ratty balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like it. Honestly, every photo we have, it looks like I've just changed my outfits a hundred times and it's the same one of him. <laughs> it's like a real problem. Um, Honey, but yeah. Can you just wear a different top color? Like anything. Like just switch. If I had one more. So I've added a couple. But yeah, his style. The only reason I'd be shocked is because his style is so plain and safe. It, right. And I mean, now I, we're at the point, and I know that this is an odd thing to say, but we're at the point where I'm just buying him clothes. Like when I go to Nordstrom's, I get Why myself something. Yeah. I get myself another thing. I get another, and then buy him like a shirt. Yeah, you know what he likes. I come in strong with the shirt and say, "Hey, look at this thing. Take the other three. Chuck it in the back. Live my life." Do you do that at all with the guy, Allie? <laughs> no, he's Assist. got his own sense of style. He does. He very, does. Very set. Very specific. Yeah. But I know what he likes. So yeah. if there's something that I'm like, I think you will enjoy this. I will get it for him. You, you're all in. Yeah, okay. I'm all in. Yeah. I like that. I like that, too. I like that. What's, I, today's I, National Wine Day. day. What? <laughs> National Wine Day. Are you saying Brexit? wine? Like, wind it up no, or it's, wine? It's wine. Okay, like, drinking wine. Drinking wine. Okay, yeah. no, Not that's a, whining, <laughs> which could be done earlier in the day. It's wine day. Wind it down, wind it up. Wind it down, wind it up. Whatever that means to whatever you are. That's nice. Tuesday. What's your favorite kind of wine? Um, you know, I'm more of a white girl than a red girl. Red girl gives I, it hurts my tummy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I had a couple, um, a little bit of champagne over the weekend. That was kind of fun. Does champagne give you extreme hangovers or no? No. And maybe because wine, only- wine does. Yeah, yeah. Wine, it hurts. Yeah. So, you know, go ahead. Here's a fun fact. Non-alcoholic wine can also give you a hangover. Oh, I, I have tried that before and it. They're really trying hard to perfect that. You know, have you tried the spot the dog or the hairy dog? No. The, it's it's non-alcoholic beer. No, I know. But, but it tastes thing. like beer. I'm at a point where I will not drink unnecessary calories. Like, I will not drink unnecessary calories. I'm sorry. And I All know right, that fine. sounds bad to me, but like, unless... It's a really good beer for 70 calories. I don't need it. I've been sober for 11 years. And- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So I don't, don't miss the taste. I don't, I don't care. And so I'm not going to just drink calories for the sake of being All like, right. I'm holding a drink. But well, I'm not even saying that. If you enjoy the taste. It's National Wine Day, everybody. Why did I enjoy a glass of room temperature tap water? Wind it up. <laughs> I did Party before on. I was that time. Really? By Gwen Stefani, wind it up. People think I'm kind of, yeah, I did. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us today. And as we mentioned earlier, and I think everybody knows that today's the one-year anniversary of the murder of George Floyd, which started big things in and a reckoning in our country and around the world and we wanted to um talk about it today but we wanted to talk about it with um jasmine jasmine stringer jasmine um started her mission last year in the middle of june and wanting to um amplify the work and the lives and stories of dynamic black and brown women residing in minnesota and giving more of a voice to that community and we're delighted to have jasmine with us today and we um jasmine and i have been going back and forth because jasmine was going to fill in for me on thursday and we jasmine that was a funny set of texts we were sending each other last night it was a very because Lori's telling me jasmine's filling in for you on thursday and i'm like i don't need anyone anymore so I send a text to Jasmine and I I said, thanks, but I don't need you anymore. And she's like, you've got the wrong Jasmine. And I'm like, damn, who else is there named Jasmine? So anyway, it was funny. You're funny. So thanks for being with us today. And um, I really. But I did say I would love to fill in for you one. I did see that. I did. I did see that. So we were being, <clears throat> we're being goofy, but really, you know, it is what I think would be an emotional day for um, it is, I think for me as a Minnesotan, for a lot of us as Minnesota, because a lot has happened in our community over the past year. And I just, we really, I want to hear your perspective of, you know, what, what is hopeful about it. What do you think where we have to go? But, you know, maybe start out with what have you seen in action as a result of this past year? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, on, I think a day where we really are trying to um, remember the the legacy of George, George Floyd and remind people that there is still so much work to be done. I think um, we, you know, we were we were at ground zero here in in the Twin Cities, um, and this. It rocked us, but in the rocking of us, I think that we have really responded to what I call this new awakening to um, racial inequalities, um, equity issues, social justice issues, and, and, and that has been touching. I was talking to one of the former partners that participated in Share the Mic Minnesota because we're going to be sharing reflections. Uh, from Partners and Allies tomorrow for our mic share. And she said that, you know, 
it's not that people are bad people, but she said, I just was unaware of how out of touch a lot of white people were when it came to issues around police brutality, equity, social justice. And it's not a bad thing that they were out of touch. It just speaks to that we, our perception becomes our reality, and we all live in our own micro worlds where we care about what's going on in our immediate sphere. And so the fact that this expanded people's sphere and expanded um, their knowledge of issues and fears and dangers and hazards to, you know, everyday Americans, I think that's great. And it has. I mean, I can't think of anybody I know that didn't have serious, intense conversations with family members, with their kids, which I think was wonderful, with their friends, with people of color um, that they, you know, never heard their perspective before. And what you said, you know, it I wasn't that we were bad. I think there was just this flat-out ignorance on our part. And I think a lot of us were have been embarrassed by it and want to do better and want to get better at, you know, how can we help? What can we do to be part of the change? And and really, I I don't know, so I can't speak to it because I'm not a, you know, you and so i don't know the if the changes have been great that you feel that you have felt good about it well i don't know if the change has been great but i think the commitment to change mm-hmm. has been very profound i think the the start of change has been impactful but there is so much work to do. You know, when we talk about these issues, I always say that it's like an iceberg, and we're looking at at the tip of the iceberg. And when we talk about systemic issues, we know that it takes policy and a lot of a lot of correcting of wrongs to uh, redo and make systems correct. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know. Um, do you do you feel like okay? So I think everyone really had a breath of relief when Derek Chauvin was convicted. I mean, that was a real big day for Minnesota. And do you feel like? I mean, we've seen major businesses in our community say, you know, we're committed to have this much of our inventory by people from this community. We're committed to hiring this person. I mean, there have been some some things, but I I guess I feel very, um, you know. It doesn't really, it it does affect me, but it doesn't affect me. So I'm just wondering if there's like some specific things that you could help us with today that maybe you think that we could do better on as a community. Yeah, you know, I think it is great, the pledges that so many organizations made and many organizations are releasing statements again today. But I am cautious that these statements are just not lip service. You know, it's all about um, matching one's actions with one's rhetoric. And I don't know if there will be, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that these corporations that have made bold declarations will report back, um, you know, in their sustainability reports and their annual reports on how they've honored um, these commitments and pledges that they have made. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I really think it starts with each and every single one of us to really evaluate. You know, I started Share the Mic Minnesota because I am a connector at my core. And I said, you know what, this issue, it's about awareness. Like, you know, 
I forget that most people aren't like me. Like, I talk to everybody, and I have a ton of friends that don't look like me. I have friends right. of every race, religion, but that's not most people, and I forget that. And so by starting with social media, I was hoping that we could start to build relationships and understand understand the flight of, of another person and what it's like to spend a couple hours in their shoes. And then from that, maybe we could find some commonality and understand the differences and that would move us to taking action for equity in some shape or form. So I would encourage listeners that are saying, gosh, I want to do something to start doing something. You know, so many people are like they're listening and they're reading, and that is great, but we need people to take action, get involved with policy, get involved um, with volunteering, you know, there's so many sure. ways that you can get involved. You can get involved financially. If you're like, you know, I have no time, I have no bandwidth, make a donation if you're able to. And it doesn't even have to be a big donation. You know, consider being a big brother, big sister, volunteer with girls taking action. You know, what kind of, what kind of things are you exposing your children to? Have you introduced diversity into your home? Right. Are you now buying books that feature, you know, diverse people? Right. Do your children have black dolls and Hispanic dolls, or are they only playing with white dolls? Right. And it, it just, it's a whole different, it, it's just, I'm so grateful that you're here to, you know, talk more about this. And, um, and I think that, there's going to be there's a really cool program that's going to be on ABC tonight. Have you watched their coverage? It's going to be um, George George Floyd one year later, and it's. Have you watched Soul of a Nation at all? I have watched. I watched the series. When was it? I think it was out the month of March. It and was. It was so profound, and it was very heavy. And I will say this: you know, this is emotional bearing work, and it is yeah. heavy. And I I tell everyone that you have to protect your peace. Um, so you have to be mindful in how you engage and how much you consume. Right. I, you know, and that was a, that was a, it was hard to watch that, but it was so eye opening as well. And tonight they're going to do a special on ABC, um, soul of a nation. So I, but I do think it would be something worthwhile to watch with your family. Um, and that's tonight at nine o'clock. And I want to, Jasmine, you're going to come on and talk about the one year anniversary of share the mic and, and some of the changes that you've made in, in your life and some of the programming that you've been on. And, and we really appreciate your being on today to talk to us. Can you tell people how they can follow you and get involved in your, in your programming? Yeah. So share the mic, Minnesota is um, it's simply sharethemikemn.com. Again, sharethemikemn.com. You know, we've had some great partnerships um, with people really wanting to highlight the stories of uh, diverse communities Mm -hmm. and those from marginalized communities. We've worked with the Women's Foundation of Minnesota. We have a great campaign going on with the Department of Natural Resources that just launched – Two weekends ago I at the governor's fishing opener, yes. so all of that information is there. Yeah, we have to come back and, and talk about that at a different day. Yeah. But really, all the information is there, and you can always get a hold of me at Carpe Diem with Jasmine. Oh, honey, you're so good. Thank you for being on today, and we're going to talk to you in a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for honoring the significance of this day. And, you know, we are all on on our journeys, um, whether you are a black and brown person, a person from a marginalized community, a white person, we all have a role to play. Mm-hmm. We all have action that we can take, and it, it takes a commitment. And, yes, there will be times when we are weary. There will be times when we are tired. But we have to be committed to the greater cause, and we have to continue. I always said that this cannot be the moment. You know, and as things reopen, I don't want it to be like, oh, that was so last year, but now, you know, I'm going mm-hmm. to the lake, I'm going to the cabin. No, 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 no. We have to continue to make sure that we fix these broken systems. Absolutely. And we have to go because we're out of time and want to thank you again, Jasmine. Have a great thank day you. and appreciate it so much. And we're going to come back. And when we come back, we've got some Hollywood speak to do. We'll be right back. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? Okay, so this is something we never excel in. We always do well. <laughs> okay, so here's a couple things. So here we go. Okay. Hollywood speak this. Yeah, for sure. Um, Prince Harry yeah. has been, you know, doing his Apple Plus thing with Oprah, and he had he did the other thing with Oprah and the, the other mental thing health. With, yeah, yes, and he claimed that um, he never rode. You know. Um, the highlight for me is, you know, riding my bike with my son, Archie. And when I grew up, um, my father used to say, you know, not we didn't ride bikes together. We didn't do any of these things together. And all of a sudden there's all these photos now that the Daily Mail, of course, because they are just going to slam him. Yeah, yeah, Always yeah. come out with, you know, Prince Harry on the back of his dad's bike, Prince yeah. Harry on the back of another bike with William, the four of them with their parents biking. Oh, well, I mean, this is this is a uh, the, the trying to play offense or defense. I mean, that's that's like absolutely. And it's wild, too, because the photos I've seen, he was pretty young in that. And I could see how you would never remember that. Right. Um, I don't know when our memories start kicking in. Oh, he's so tiny in these pictures. Yes. And I'm- so it's like. It's like we are in the mud, you guys. That's where we are at right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that the sun is using I, this to fight I know, back. But I don't know why he keeps. I don't know. I just wish he would keep some things to himself because like, he's just he's already in a massive fight with his dad. None but, of this is helping him. But here's the thing. I'm sure when he said that. It wasn't a controversial oh, thought no, in his Oh, no, of course it wasn't, but I just, oh, I just want them to get better. Lori swears yeah. the Martin Bashir thing with, um, you know, both the boys speaking out against the BBC about that terrible interview that they say, you know, ultimately led to our mother's death. Yeah. She swears that these two boys are going to bond over this. Okay. We're going to find out when the statue of Diana is um, presented at the end of July because they both now are doing their own individual speeches. Instead of speaking together, we're going to see the energy when that happens. Lori is rarely wrong. It, all right. Good one. Thank you. I like that. She is. I mean, I, like, she's I like with it and this topic. I mean, I, I, she always knows. I this. know. All right. Hollywood speak this. We had yeah. uh, last Friday, I think, Holly, or Thursday, we um, found out that costume designer Patricia Fields was not going to be doing the costume designing. And then there's that. And just like that, the new HBO Sex and the City thing. Oh, yeah. That was last week. And then the very same day, um, Kim Patrell, who's also 
not going to be included in the new thing and doesn't want to be. She had dinner with that Pat Field and then she writes a quote, my true friend and confident. Now today, Patricia Fields has come out to say she cannot work on Sex and the City, the reboot, 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 because she's working on Emily in Paris and in Paris. Wow. Whoa. I feel like the Hollywood speak there. Well, here's what she said, okay? She said, um, Kim Cattrall and Patricia Fields have remained good friends, and um, Patricia Fields says, I wasn't able to be in New York to do um, the design, and it was a conflict of time. I mean, I'm in Paris with Emily. She is doing Emily in Paris right now, because I've been seeing the photoing, you know, you've been seeing all the live shots from them filming, but I told them to use my very dear friend, Molly Rogers, who also worked in my store back in the day. She did Sex in the City with me from start to finish. She knew it well, and she's doing it. My dance card was full. So no issues? No issues, or the only Hollywood speak is the price wasn't good enough, so I'm going to be over here on Emily in Paris. Mm-hmm. If they had wanted her enough, she's iconic enough of an individual involved in Sex in the City that I feel like perhaps money could talk in that way. All right. Or they could have worked something out. But you know what? Emily in Paris has some cute outfits going on. They mm. really yeah. do. It really does. She really does, and she's very busy. All right. All right, so there's there's that one. Okay, Blake Shelton. Um, let's try to do better, Brittany. Focus. <laughs> I am focused. Oh. We're so bad at this. You know, Holly. I try. I'm sharpening because, my nails right now. I'm ready to dig into this. Well, this. Is this a Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani story? Yes. Well, they serve these up like softballs. It's a wiffle ball, Brittany. Right, give it, give it, it, give it okay. to me. Give it to me. Bro. Blake Shelton jokes that the wedding... Um, would be pretty classless if he did any of the planning. And so Gwen Stefani is doing everything. Um, who is he? Are either of them promoting anything right now? No. Okay. Well, no. they're always promoting themselves. They are. They work so hard as a couple to promote themselves. Why do you guys? That's the better Hollywood speak. The voice is over, isn't it? One more week or something. Uh, that's a great <laughs> is he question. even on it? I still. I mean, these questions, <laughs> questions like we have the answers. I'm sorry. Jail. I didn't think you guys would have done your homework. But anyway, he he said basically if he would have planned the wedding and we were talking about wedding, you know, mistakes earlier. Well, in the his show. brand is well, the finale. Here's here's the, the finale was last night, Julia. Oh, okay. yeah. So Blake Shelton had the season 20 finale of The Voice. Season 20. Which arguably that show has not produced one a single superstar. Now we've yeah. had lovely people, yeah, on that, but I mean like Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood level, yeah, Jennifer Hudson, Jennifer Hudson, American Idol, Clay mm-hmm. Aiken. Mm-hmm. No, I'm <laughs> saying all the ones on that. Mm-hmm. What 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 did they call his fans? Clay Aiken super fan? Clay Cra- mate, Clay mates, Clackens, Clackens, the Crackens. Yes, a Norse mythological creature, the Crackens. No, release the claimants. All right. Anyway, so. (laughs) But I might say, oh, yeah. So, so, well, I was just going to say that he is talking about this because the season finale was last night and we didn't even know about it and it already happened. So nice try, Blake. And he basically just said, if I planned it, we'd have everything fried and and it'd be 
tacky. Yeah, because like his brand, that's their big thing. Yeah. They lean into their brands. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just a country I'm folk. a little bit and, country. And you know we're going to find out that it's like a bajillion dollar wedding. So he's like, oh, I didn't do it. I just showed up, you know, mm-hmm. in oh, my tux. They just built a custom house, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton in Encino. It is sick. It is like $10 million. So please, country boy Blake Shelton. Okay, honey. I just need a place to put my Levi's, make sure there's a drawer for me, you know? Listen, that yeah, works that's for right. Him. Doesn't that work for him, though? Well, the, the look, look works for him. Yeah, but, I think... you know, but the jeans he's wearing are probably $500. Those no, are not Levi's. Of course. Of course. He's fancy. He is fa- He needs to admit he's fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm fancy. There That's the song. Fancy. By Taylor Swift? No. Oh, I was thinking it could be another puppy That's name. Fancy. Fancy. Oh, I can't even. Fancy. Someone sings that Go song. Go put on your dress. Fancy. Don't you remember? No. I'm not going to talk to you guys. Oh, bye. look at the time. Okay, bye. bye.